Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. Oh, I'm Richard Bliss, the host, and I am excited to be here because you're here. It's a lot of fun to have you guys listening in, to have you in your car or wherever you might be, and I appreciate that. It's a lot of fun to do the show, and it's a lot of fun to hear from you and the value you get from the show. So I, uh, I'm glad we can do this together. I have my Kickstarter project coming up. The purpose of that is because I want to do a lot more of this. I've been doing this now. We're on episode 124. Uh, I've got a great guest today. But you know, there's some more things I want to do. I've had a, tons of great guests. But you know what's missing? The, well, a lot of, you've told me a lot of things are missing. But what's really missing is the ability to get deep into a conversation. You know, some great points are often brought up by my guests. It would be awesome to be able to get deeper into those topics on another uh, episode, not necessarily bringing them back, but maybe having another uh, podcast just to drill down, to have a co-host come in with me, and we just drill down on some of the points that were brought out there, to give you more content, more meat, because I think I know why you're listening. And it's not because you're a fan of my voice, although many of you have said that awkwardly, Um, but that's not the point. The point is, is that you are listening because you have a Kickstarter project that you want to launch. You're listening because you want ideas. You know what you kind of want to do, but you're looking for, cover all your bases to make sure you get this thing right. And my guests bring a lot of that information. So what I want to do is find a way to bring that deeper. That's another idea to do with my Kickstarter, to fund this podcast, more episodes, deeper episodes, more frequency. So the point is, is I'll be looking to fund 20, uh, excuse me, 60 more episodes of Funding the Dream to make it possible. And uh, you can find out more information as I start to reveal it on the GameWhisperer.com website because the Funding the Dream doesn't have a website. So that's one of the things that we want to do as well. So hopefully you'll uh, support me on that when that goes live. Aries Games, Sales of Glory is our sponsor of this episode as well as Grant-Rising.com. Two Kickstarter projects that you'll see coming soon. And they will be guests on this show because they have a couple of cool things that are happening. Okay, at this point, I'd like to turn the time now over to our guest. My guest today is joining me from uh, way in the distant north. Well, I guess not too north. uh, Ypsilanti, Michigan, where uh, it's probably a little colder than where I'm at right now. I'm joined by Jeremiah Lee. Jeremiah, welcome to the show. Well, thanks. Thanks, Richard. So if I'm going to introduce you, uh, Jeremiah Lee is the creator of Zombie in My Pocket. Yes, that was, that was my introduction to being a designer in, uh, in our designer game world. So zombie, zombie in My Pocket uh, did very well, I guess, on Board Game Geek, right? Yeah, it, uh, I had no, absolutely no idea of what I was getting into when I posted my just a two-page PDF. People could print off two pages, cut out some squares, and play a game. Uh, and it just took off and became amazingly popular. And now we tell people, like, oh, your first design, like, just, just throw it away. Like, design it because you need to get that out. But it's going to be trash. And so now I have this, like, my first design was, I mean, it won awards. It got, it created, like... 27 re-themes and people are still playing and it's thousands of plays logged and uh but i know that makes me a little lazy because i'm like oh well you know i can uh, just make a game you know so. but it's like one of those isn't it like one of those 80s bands like uh katrina and the waves when they come out with walking on sunshine and then it's like okay what do you got for number two 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it, it definitely, I mean, I felt like, like right after it got really popular, I was like, oh, I'm just going to like make a couple more games. And those games were terrible. And they're on board game geek is print and play games. Um, and like, they have maybe one rating and like nobody, almost nobody has played them because they were just bad. Like, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And so like the, the pressure to, to make game two, like actually make game two, has been big, and like I, I kind of gave up designing for a while um, when I started focusing on marketing um, and 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 making connections with people at at conventions because it, I found that was that was really rewarding for me and uh, I enjoyed it. But then I started like I started working on some games and working on some games and uh, and and I guess um, this will be. Yeah, the the Kickstarter campaign that I'm that I have now is is really it will be my my second published game. So let's let's uh, talk about that. So you have a Kickstarter campaign that's going. Uh, this is really your first Kickstarter campaign. Uh, you're self publishing this. Are you self publishing this? Yes. I mean, okay. this is officially it's from uh, my friend Don Stroud is the publisher, okay. and I'm the designer. Um, right. But it is it's it's Don and I working together. He you lives and, in NFC with me. Okay, you and Don are putting this game out. Uh, uh, what's the project called on Kickstarter? The project is Zombie House Blitz. Z- Zombie House Blitz, yes. which makes so, no sense to me other than you seem to have an affinity for zombies, which means this is probably going to do really well since the only criteria on <laughs> Kickstarter is it has something to do with zombies. Yeah, so this is a zombie-themed card game. I wouldn't. It's not really a zombie game. Um, as in, like, really trying to get a thematic zombie experience. It is a card game with a zombie theme. Uh, it's a speed card game. It's two to four players. Each game takes about 15 to 30 minutes. 30 minutes is, like, I don't know, people play the speed game slowly. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great, like, it's a family game. It's a, it's a great filler for game groups. But, it, um, like, I've played it with people that don't like zombie games and and they're not bothered. By All right, it. I'm one of those. I, I'm, a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm, a, I don't like zombie games, so I'll, I'm, maybe yeah. I'll have to try it. So tell me, yeah. tell me how that works. Family themed zombie games. Is that really? Does that really work? <laughs> well, our, um, our zombies are not terribly gory. I mean, I guess because there's a zombie of me in it, and my kids see it. And they're not bothered by it, but now, zombies we, have always been a thing for us. Now we, yeah, I was going to say we've talked a little bit about your kids, um, yeah. because you have four. Yeah. You're, you're a stay-at-home dad. You spend a lot of time with them, and then your wife, uh, as you were mentioning, uh, illustrates medical illustrations, right? Yeah, yeah, she does. She's a public health researcher, and she uh, she also does. Uh, she was trained as a medical illustrator. Uh, got her MFA at the University of Michigan. And, um, so your kids so like, are, are used to seeing real zombies. Yes. I mean, they see bodies. Uh, they see insides of bodies from, from my wife's drawing. She's an amazing artist. Like, <laughs> it's not like seeing me, like, here's a bone that I drew. It's right. like, there's the bone. And so your kids, uh, so, you were yeah. telling me the story that uh, you guys were at a con. Yeah, we just went, uh, just recently went to BashCon in Toledo, Toledo, Ohio. And uh, played Zombie House Blitz there. Played a bunch of games with some friends. Uh, Two Rooms in a Boom, which is another game that's coming out uh, from from some friends. Uh, Tuesday Night Games. It's a social deduction game. Um, but yeah, there was. I, I think there was an event like it was called Eaten Alive or something. 
And so there were a bunch of people dressed up as zombies and some really great costumes. And uh, even my three-year-old, like, the big zombie guy would come along and she'd be like, look, a zombie. Yeah, a zombie, and not, look. not terrified of the guy who has, like, blood coming off of his face and, like, doing a limp and he's all crazy gory because, like, zombies in our world are fun. There are things right. to play with. The things to talk about. You know, there are things so, that mommy draws. They're uh, yeah. <laughs> they're fun things. Yeah. So yeah. so here we go. You got the theme zombie house blitz. I'm not sure I understand the name, but that's okay. So zombie house blitz. Well, it's, it's, they're zombies, and they're going to get in your house, and and it's blitz as in speed. You're trying okay. to get everybody out of the house quickly. So. All right, got it. So your job is to get out, grandma out of the house. Uh, with a yeah, room. and it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned grandma because. One of the one of the rules of the game that that Don, my friend, came up with was that because uh, grams are kind of slow, right? Like of all the cards in the game, like you want to get them all escaped. Grandma's the last one that can get into the car to escape, and sometimes Grandma gets in the way, so she's the only character in the game that you can intentionally put in the dead pile. So Grandma might, if she's if she's in the way, you can just put her off put her off in the dead pile. Jeremiah. That how can that be a family friendly game? I am not playing that game with my daughter and my mother in law. You don't have to explain the grandma's dead rule. Oh my gosh! Uh, but it was so amazing. I mean, this rule came at like two thirty a.m. Don's like, "What if we could kill grandma?" Oh no! Well, That's yeah. terrible. So we love grandmas. Grandmas are wonderful. Grandmas are wonderful. <laughs> and so, so let's talk about from a Kickstarter can, uh, perspective. You, you're getting this project. Uh, here you go. You launch it. And my question to you, and I asked you this earlier, is, okay, you're, you're doing a Kickstarter campaign. Um, and it's like, what did you do to get this thing noticed before it launched? Because that's, that's the number one question I get. I assume um, that's the number one question if anybody you're telling anybody about Kickstarter that, yeah. that you get. H- how did yeah. you tell people about your project before you launched it? The biggest thing, and it's and it's tricky. Like game designers often work in isolation. Like we are we are people who we sit and we and we build these ideas and and we put them on paper, uh, and then we work through them. You have to, I mean, if you want to get to this Kickstarter, especially, you have to have people that know about it. And if and if you're not already well known, if you're not Martin Wallace, if you're not then then you're then you need to like really you need to find these connections and so before you put up your Kickstarter campaign you have to have hundreds of people that are willing to hear what you have to say so how did and you I, how, how did you do that how did you find hundreds I did of that by um I mean I, I got involved in going to conventions that was a really big thing for me uh, and playing games with people and playing their games and uh, playing so, social games. So Zombie House Blitz, um, how long have you been showing this off before you launched it? I've been playing the game at conventions for two years. Two years. Um, and this was, I mean, I didn't, when I when I designed this game, I didn't even know. And like, I, I wasn't part of the Kickstarter scene. I don't even know really when it, when Kickstarter came about. Four, um, four years ago in April. Yeah. So I was, I was unaware. Um, and I just, I mean, I started, I was playing this game with people and, and, and working through it as a, as a designer, not, 
and just expecting, oh, I'm going to, I'm either going to just play this with friends or I'm going to try to find a publisher. Um, but then play, 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 uh, and really make connections with people and, and make them feel like, um, like when they play your game, you are, you're really interested in, in what they have to say and what they're doing and, and their experience with the game and, and what is it that they're designing that, that you could help them with. And so much, so much is like really making a personal connection with that person. And I do the same thing when I'm on the phone with customer service people. Um, so like I call the, the cable company and they answer and they give that recorded, almost recorded because they say it every time, uh, their introduction. And I really try to figure out like, okay, I'm remembering your name and I'm talking to you as if you're a person because you are a person. And so like the people at my insurance company, I don't call them very often, but like I say, oh, Teresa, this is Jeremiah. And they know like, oh, it's Jeremiah. And they know to pull up my file that, I mean, they know I'm Jeremiah Lee. I don't have to give them my account number because they know me. And so right. like making that connection with, with as many people as you can is so huge. And then carrying that over to, to the social media, to Facebook and to Twitter, um, so that you have a way to get in touch with these people when it's not convention. Well, that's a good question. So you go to all these conventions. For two years, you've gone to conventions. You've played Zombie House Blitz. You've shown it off. Is there something – how do you keep track of these people, or do you? Do, is it just kind of a, an organic way that if you show this emotional connection that, 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 that you're going to get to know those people, that you're going to pretty soon you're going to show up on Twitter, you're going to show up on Facebook, you're going you're to show up connected with them in different forums? Is that, is that how it is, or do you have some kind of yeah. systematic way? It's not a system. I'm, I'm really systematically disorganized. Okay. Like I don't keep systems well. Um, and that's why, like, part of this this Kickstarter campaign, my my friend Don is the publisher because he is system. way more business and and system oriented than I am. So that really that really works out for us. I I'm I'm great with like working with people and and making the games, um, but he's going to be taking care of a lot of that. How many that so stuff. so just so how many how many how many people do you follow on Twitter? Just How many people do I follow? I follow like 140, and I would love to follow more, but I find I just like I can't because I, I really I really want to follow everyone that I follow, not just have a bunch of people that I on the sure. fish like that that it says I follow, but that I can't possibly keep up with. Okay, so um, what about Facebook? On Facebook, I have uh, over 600 friends, okay, um, and they're all parsed out into different lists, okay. Um, so that and, I can but, really... but couldn't you do that on Twitter? Because Twitter allows you to do lists on Twitter. So you I'm, can... <laughs> I'm told that Twitter does lists. All right. But I haven't figured out how to do them. Like, I haven't really looked, though. Sure. And I don't see it on my Twitter mobile app. Right. And that's, like, because I don't sit down at the computer. Like, when I use Twitter, I'm on my phone. When I use okay. Facebook, I'm on my phone almost all the time. So, But you are fairly active. So we've only got a couple more minutes here. But you're fairly... So when it comes... So that you've got this game, it's doing well. Uh, you put two years of work in. You went around and connected all these people. When it gets time to launch, what steps did you take to, I guess, announce or launch? Yeah. The, what, yeah. what did you do? So I posted. I mean, clearly, like posting on Facebook and Twitter, like simple posts are like the number one biggest thing. And then saying, like, may, I mean, having these people that they really feel that I feel a personal connection with and they, and they feel a, a personal connection with me, not just like this is some dude that works at a convention. Um, 
to say to them, like specifically, will you please retweet this? Will you please like this on Facebook so that your friends will see it too? Um, and when there's a personal connection there, when they know your name and they know that you know their name, like I know these people, I know Rich, I know Ted, I know these guys, uh, I've played games with them, then they're much more willing to do that. Like if, if they're just passing through and i like, oh, hey, I'll put you on my Facebook feed. Like that's not going to, they're going to, they're going to take me off of like, don't show in my, in my feed. And, well, that's very true. I see some people on my feed on Twitter or on Facebook. Cause I'm, I'm fairly willing to, if you reach out to me, I'll connect with you. Uh, but if I just see a whole bunch of them, just blah, 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 blah. And what am I saying with my blah, 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 but it's just kind of a repetitious, yeah. Yeah. there's no, I'm just yeah. like, you know what, dude, I don't have enough space in my life for just blah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. And so you make that, that, that personal request for them to share it as well. Um, so they're, and they're willing to spend, you know, I mean, if, if they don't have to spend 20 bucks to support me, if it's sub 20 bucks, like, of course. Like, sure. Oh. I mean, anybody's going to, going to, a friend says, Hey, can I, can I have 20 bucks to make a dream happen? Yes. They're going to well, do that. Well, your dream's um, going to happen. Zombie in my pocket. No, no, no. That's the wrong one. It's zombie. That's the old one. That's the old one. Sorry. It's uh Zombie House Blitz. Zombie House Blitz uh, yeah. is the project that's out there right now. People can go out and find it, and uh, it's doing it's doing very well. And you have uh, obviously put a lot of work and research into it. We certainly appreciate you. We uh, I don't know who I'm talking about. I certainly <laughs> certainly appreciate you being willing to come on the show. Um, and we talk yeah, about thank that. You. Yeah, well, we talk about that connection that you and I are kind of doing that. If, if any of you are out there and you want to connect with Jeremiah or I on Facebook, feel free. We're in the middle of, uh, what do we call it? Push-up gamers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Push-up gamers. We started doing these push-ups, and, it, and it's become a kind of a social viral thing on Facebook <laughs> using this app. All these gamers yeah. are suddenly doing push-ups, and, and uh, hey, we're having some fun with it. So come join us. Yeah, so, we're help, helping out each other. To stay dedicated to like, so we can do more this, cons. This. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look good. We're gonna look, cons gonna look good for us. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna look good, <laughs> Jeremiah. Thank you very much for being on the show, and congratulations on the successful launch of uh, Zombie House Blitz. Thank you very much, sir. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the host, and my guest has been Jeremiah Lee, the creator of Zombie House Blitz, a current Kickstarter project that's doing uh, very well for itself. Hopefully you've heard something inspiring. I know I have. I always do. My guests always bring uh, great information and great stories. We look forward to seeing your Kickstarter project out there so we can help you fund your dream. Thanks for listening. Take care.